This episode is brought to you by my latest program, Inner Alchemy. Inner Alchemy is all about alchemizing, shifting, and transmuting your stuck emotions, your limiting beliefs, and your old programming. We are, by our true nature, whole, happy beings, able of allowing in infinite abundance, peace, and joy. However, we have acquired throughout our lifetime beliefs that we have taken on, stuck emotions that we have repressed, and programming taken on from um, previous lives, simultaneous lives, generational experiences, early childhood experiences, as well as adult experiences. So in this program, we get to learn all the tools that I use to powerfully clean out and shift all of these things so you can live a life of joy, happiness, and abundance. Come join us. You can find us in the link in the show notes, or you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at Karina Levon. You are the universe. You are that which created the universe, and you are everything in the universe. You are infinite consciousness having a human experience, and you get to have a life that is one of joy, peace, and abundance. My name is Karina, I am your host, and you are listening to Beyond Stardust. Hi everyone, as always, welcome back to Beyond Stardust. So this is season three. Welcome to season three of Beyond Stardust. I'm, I, I keep saying, I always say I'm really excited, but I am really excited. I, I, my life runs on excitement because I'm excited about the things I get to do and the things I get to share and the things I get to talk about. So I, so I am extremely ex- excited that we are on season three that I get to have the conversations that I plan on having, that I get to share my experiences, my lessons, and my knowledge with you guys, and to see what blossoms from this. So I don't know if you guys listened, if you're listening to this episode, and you haven't listened to the season premiere episode, which is my interview with David Bingham. I highly recommend you go and listen to that. Now, it's a bit of a long episode. If I remember correctly, it's about an hour and 45 minutes, but it's so worth it, even if you have to split it up into three different pieces and listen over, you know, three different sessions, listening sessions or something like that. It's so absolutely worth it. It's about discovering your true nature and self-realization and a lot of the questions I had in the past and that I'm sure a lot of other people have around that topic. Now, when I started this podcast in November, I had already worked with David a little bit and I had had a huge realization, which now I see as self-realization, but back then it was still kind of like the mind and the ego was kicking up doubts and you know I got sucked back into the illusion in many ways and I've shared my experience and my knowledge I have a whole episode in season one called your true nature about what I've come to realize about it but you know there were still other factors in it and um you might hear me have you might have heard me say and I will and I continue to say for me it's still like 
a falling away of delusion. Like I, I know my true nature and I know what's the illusion. And sometimes I still get pulled into the illusion like other people, (laughs) but it's really beautiful because once you know your true nature, like there's no going back. You can't unknow your true nature. Sure. You can get swept up in the illusion sometimes like, you know, Oh, like when you're watching a really good movie and you get so into the movie and you're like, oh my God, Billy, don't walk through that door. And then you're like, oh, just kidding. It's just a movie. Like get swept up in it. It's like that. But you know, you know, when you're watching a movie, you never actually forget that you're watching a movie. Well, maybe kind of, but like not really. Right. So it's like that. It's like you, you realize that it's the, that it's the play, but you never really forget that it's the play, but sometimes you just get swept up in it. And then you'd be like, oh, ha ha. Yes. Oh, the human. <laughs> so that's what it's been like for me. And I really want to do an update to share my story again from a different perspective. Um, from a different point. Like an, I, I promised I would do an update on my story. But actually this episode, because I want to do it while it's still fresh, it's going to be another airport episode. <laughs> So in season one, I believe it was the end of season one, I did an episode about my airport adventure or my airport experience. And it was, a, you know, I ended up manifesting um, $300 worth of clothes and I ended up talking about like how I had to spend the night. My flights were delayed. I had to spend the night in the airport and da da da. Well, <laughs> since then, there's been two other airport incidents incidences and I don't know why it is but for some reason I've been having the most awful experience with airports and (laughs) with flying in airports and I say have been because that's in the past I am not calling that in into my future (laughs) but so earlier in the year in April so this uh, this is actually going to be about my most recent but I think it's helpful to talk about the one that happened in April too because that one it's because it's really interesting actually honestly this entire year even getting COVID the most stressful thing that has happened to me and I say stressful meaning like the thing that would that could have the potential to cause the most stress and did kind of like shake me a bit were my airport trips were my flights so it's interesting because I really like when I talk about living from a place of like peace and joy and just like things arise in my reality and I observe them but I'm not really attached to them well these airport trips I'm telling you <laughs> when you're on you know when your sleep schedule is all messed up and and your flights get delayed like that'll test that'll test how how detached from the illusion and from the human and from the ego you are I'm telling you <laughs> so but the interesting thing is that through these seemingly stressful moments actually a huge transformation or a huge aha moment or a huge like you know there was so much beauty on the other side of that so you know I talked about my first my first little airport mishap or whatever and how I chose to look at the positive things and and I ended up manifesting $300 worth of clothes, which was fun. Um, actually, the, the getting the clothes part and, and for free was fun. The rest wasn't exactly fun, but I made the most of it. Um, so then in April, I had a flight 
from California to South Carolina. And I missed, the flight was delayed. First of all, it was an over, it was an overnight flight. I didn't get any sleep. It was like left SFO. I was supposed to leave SFO at like 12.55 and it didn't leave until like one something or two. And then I barely got any sleep on it. And then we got there um, to Dallas sometime early in the morning and it was late. So we actually, the plane actually pulled in right as my other flight was leaving. And it was this whole big drama. They ended up putting me up in a hotel. Um, but it was really, you know, I was running on like no sleep. I was almost late to my first flight. I ended up having to stay in this crappy hotel and they wouldn't send me a shuttle because, and they wouldn't let me check in. It was like eight or nine in the morning at this point. They wouldn't let me check in because the check-in time wasn't until three. And they're like, you have to wait around the airport till three. And the airport did give me a free hotel and they did give me like $40 for, um, for food, which, you know, isn't much, but it's something, right? Free food. Yay. Um, and I did get to have a nice relaxing sleep in the hotel, just shut all the blinds, shut everything off and just like slept, which was really lovely. Um, but through that experience, there was some healing work that came up and, you know, things have a little shifted for me now a lot actually. But at that time in April, I was still kind of in the, like everything that would happen to me, I, I would get really curious and it's a very powerful practice. And I still like, I advocate, I advocate that it can be, this practice can be used. It's always been very powerful for me for it to transmute things and to, I do believe that our outer world is a mirror and a reflection to our inner world. I know there's a lot of controversy around that, but you know, embracing that as a fact has actually made me has actually like empowered me and um make made me see like things a lot more clearly especially when like seemingly negative things would happen so you know I asked myself like what's really going on here you know I, I do believe that nothing is by coincidence and so I was like well what's really going on here that I dealt with all this stress and it was like just was like a series of unfortunate events in many ways um and I ended up having a very clear guidance message that um it it sounds unrelated but there was a reason why it is related and the end the message ended up being stop saying yes to things you mean to say no to or that you actually desire to say no to or that you don't actually want to do and it was a huge shift for me because received the message loud and clear and I know it doesn't make sense how that relates to this but it does I'm not going to get into the details around it but what's important for you guys is that instead of being like oh my god I had this awful trip and I'm like why are my trips why are all my flights lately so awful blah 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 I just dug deeper and got curious about it without like attachment or without judgment or without making it mean anything more than it did and just ask like what's really going on here like what is this trying to show me what lessons can I get from this and that was the message I got and I did my EFT tapping that I do and and it shifted a lot for me in my life. In fact, it shifted the entire way that I manifest and guide myself through my life. So that was the blessing that came out of that. And then just recently, like last week, I flew again from my flight from here to California. Wasn't bad. Um, that was in the beginning of May. 
I flew from, I'm in South Carolina right now. I flew from South Carolina to California the beginning of May and nothing eventful happened. It was just a flight. <laughs> um, I got in really late there. I remember I did try to sleep, but that didn't work out so well. But anyway, where did I fly through? I don't even remember where. Like, oh, maybe Wash. I think I flew through Washington D.C. Anyways, so that was uneventful. But then the flight back here this time. Um, I ended up having to stay the night in Seattle again, but this time I did end up, um, getting a hotel room and actually, so I didn't want to book a hotel room because I was like, sure the flight was going to get delayed and I had insurance on it and stuff. And so I knew that if it got delayed, they would comp me a room. So I was like free hotel if it gets delayed. And then it didn't end up getting delayed. Like the first time that I've traveled like in the last three years that a flight wasn't delayed or canceled and I'd arrived there on time and so I booked a hotel and um, then like the shuttle took like an hour and a half to even get me and then I had to be back at the airport because my flight left at 7 30 so I had to leave um, by the latest six the hotel it was like right down the street it was one of the like airport hotels or whatever and so and so you know by the time I actually got on the shuttle, it was already like 11.30 and that, you know, and I wanted to get up and shower and like all of that stuff. So it didn't give me too much time to sleep. I'm somebody who loves my eight hours. And also I got really hungry, like starving, like I'll eat anything almost hungry. So by the time I got to my hotel, I just went on to DoorDash and I was like, what's available? And the only thing available was fast food or pizza. I wasn't going to order a whole pizza for myself. I don't know why. I could have. I ended up ordering like a chicken sandwich from Wendy's and they got lost. So my food didn't even arrive until like 1230. And then I, by the time I finished eating and getting ready for bed, it was already like one. And then that would only leave me four hours to sleep if I wanted to shower and get ready. And it wasn't as ideal as I would have preferred. And then I, um, I got up. And I was late for the first shuttle, so I had to take the second shuttle at 6.30, but I was able to have breakfast. And then I, I signed up for that clear, you know, it's like a TSA pre-check. It's not the TSA pre-check, it's like the other one. There's like two of them. There's like actual TSA pre-check. There's a, there's a company called Clear that does like these, you know, they scan your eyes and your fingerprints and you can go through quickly. So I got that so I can go through the security check quickly and even that line was ridiculous. And then by the time I finally got through security, I had five minutes before my flight was leaving. And then they flagged my bag for, for, you know, bag check. And so they were digging through bag. I'm like, guys, I have five minutes. So like, look faster. They're like, oh, five minutes till your plane boards or leaves. I'm like, no, my flight is like going into the air in five minutes. <laughs> and so, and then it turned out that there's a tram that I needed to take in order to get to my flight. Then I found out that the wrong gate was on my ticket. Then I found out, then I get to the gate and they're like, oh yeah, they loaded, they were loading the last, a few last minute people in front of me. And they're like, oh no, you're late. So you can't get on. I'm like, but you're loading these people in front of me. And they're like, well, we're only loading the people who are already here. And like, like, right. I don't know. I don't even understand what, I don't remember what they said or what their excuse was. But then finally they let me on. And then I got to be on my flight. And then I 
I made it home. <laughs> so that's the like, it was stressful. I'm not going to lie. And I talk, I talk about how like my life is peace, one of peace and joy. Like um, my main state these days is that of peace and joy, which is absolutely true, but it doesn't mean that the human things don't happen. So um, so for me, definitely a lot of like a little bit of stress arose and definitely some frustration arose in my human because I didn't want to be late. And then um, I think my flight, the insurance for my flight covered if they make a mistake, but it did not cover me arriving late to the airport. So I would have had to buy a whole nother ticket and tickets these days are um, more than they used to be. So that wouldn't have been a very fun experience, but it didn't happen that way. And And as I was on my last flight, I was thinking back because I, you know, as I'm running through the airport and I'm like telling the guys at the TSA, like my flight leaves in five minutes. And I noticed myself starting to get like, you know, this, those stress reactors. I'm starting to get a little like my heart's beating a little bit faster. I'm starting to get those like physical stress um, symptoms. And and I'm like, and I, and you know, <laughs> one of the things that that's changed for me is that I'll get into that and then I'll notice it and I'm, I'm like, so I, be, I become really aware of it and I start observing it like, hmm, interesting. Like, is this kind of like detached curiosity almost? Like, hmm, interesting. I'm getting stressed or the human part of me is getting stressed. And then I was, um, and I, once I settled down into my flight, I was like thinking about how that happened. Like, oh, some frustration and some stress arose in me. That hasn't happened in a while. And when I say that hasn't happened in a while, you have no idea just like this amazing ride that I've been on has been like just so much gratitude so much peace so much joy so it was really interesting almost like fascinating to me that the stress and this um this frustration arose in me it's I know it's it probably sounds absolutely insane but um but that's some of, that's the beauty when you realize that you are not your human, you are not the body, you are not the thoughts, is that like even things can arise within the human and you're not attached to them anymore. Um, it's really kind of beautiful actually in a way. So then I started thinking about how the whole time, you know, there were moments of stress, there were moments of frustration, um, especially when I was hungry and like running on a little less sleep than I would have preferred. But you know, those are just human physical reactions. They, they mean absolutely nothing about me, right? And that's, this is one of the lessons you guys get to learn too. Your human reactions mean nothing about you at your true nature. You are pure divine love. You are pure peace at your true nature. Anyway, what I noticed and what I was thinking about was how I kept counting my blessings. And I wasn't even like, having to do it it's kind of just well there's two layers to it first at the beginning of 2020 at the end of 2018 at the beginning of 2020 which I've talked about before I started making it a non-negotiable habit to practice gratitude so I was since I've been doing that for so long gratitude is something that I don't even really have to think about or force myself to do anymore it's something that I just practice naturally but also um when you start letting go of the illusion of the stuck emotions of the old patterns of the old thoughts of the old beliefs when you start tapping into more of your true nature you realize that you already are 
that divine love, which is that feeling of gratitude, which is that energy that you're putting out when you're putting out energy of gratitude. So gratitude is divine love. So already I, that causes me to be in a natural state of gratitude. So gratitude comes easily to me. So sometimes we're like, where it's like, in situations like that, like the amount of gratitude that I felt, the amount of like blessings that I was able to count. I think that's what I'm going to name this episode, counting your blessings. Because right now I laid out a picture for you guys of all the things that went wrong. And there were definitely moments where I was feeling frustration and stress. But the truth of the matter is, is that actually in the moments I was counting my blessings. So when I was late to my shuttle, I, instead of thinking, oh my God, I'm late to my shuttle. Actually, my thought was because of the breakfast that they served started at six. I was like, oh, I have 30 minutes where I can sit down and have some coffee and some eggs and some breakfast. This is nice. (laughs) Um when you know I got to the airport and I was able to book a hotel I'm just like oh it's gonna be so nice to be able to sleep in a in a bed instead of having to try to sleep on the airplane um when I when I when I got to the airport and I made it on my flight all I could think was like oh my gosh how perfectly does I I should have missed that flight (laughs) honestly there's no way. I don't know. It's a, it's a complete miracle. I made it onto that flight when I had five minutes when they were checking my bag at TSA. I'm not even joking. Like I was looking at my wa- I'm, my watch and it was five minutes. Like that's an absolute miracle. And so I was literally thinking about like, wow, the universe really has my back and the universe really supports me. Like I should not have made this flight. This is an absolute miracle. And I was, I was feeling gratitude well, there's a few things that happened actually in that moment that were like, I was so grateful for. Um, the first thing was that when I went to go into the security line, I saw that their security was swamped. Like it was awful. And then some lady approached me. She's like, would you like a free trial of the clear, like security screening? It'll save you from going this line. I was like, ah, yes. And so they set me up really fast and because I was already running, you know, I already knew I was running late at that point, And I like did my little scan, scanned my, you know, they scan your eyes and they scan your fingerprints and your ID or whatever. And then um, made it through. The line was still long for being like a, like a, you know, that kind of for being on one of those priority, whatever it is, security, security, clear, security thing, security check, TSA check. It was still long for that. But it was like a fraction of what it would have been had I gone into the regular line, which is what I would have had to do had that lady not approached me. So that's miracle number one. Like, thank God. If she hadn't done that, there I would have been like late, late. Like, I bet I would have been waiting in that line for an hour or something. <laughs> so miracle number one. Miracle number two, the guys who were checking my bag, I was like, I have five minutes. And they were like, okay yeah it looks like you're fine like they could have been they could have been like too bad it's not our problem like they could have thought I was trying to hide something which is why I was rushing them I don't know there could have been a million other things that happened but they were like okay yeah no problem and even though I had to take a tram and even though I ran clear to the I literally the terminal that was um not the terminal sorry the gate that that my boarding pass said I was at 
was clear on the other side of the terminal that my actual flight was leaving from. So when I got to that side and they were like, oh no, you're actually over there on that, leaving from that gate. And I ran back and like the fact that they even let me on, they were just like, at first they weren't going to, but then they did. And I was like, miracle, miracle number three. Oh, and then the other miracle, the other beautiful miracle was these trams. They only, they run like every minute and a half or something. I don't know. The little timer had said like, I think they run every minute and a half or something like that. So they're not like running consistently. It's like you have to wait a minute and a half, which like isn't that big of a deal. But when you have five minutes until your um, plane's about to leave, every second counts. So like when I got to the tram, it was like one arrived, got in and left. So I didn't have to wait at all for a tram. So that was miracle, blessing. And then, yeah, and then they let me on the flight, which was a blessing. My seat hadn't been taken, which I had reserved a seat. I like an aisle seat on my long flights. Blessing. (laughs) There was plenty of overhead space for my luggage. Blessing. Um, Yeah. So it was just, just, you know, interesting because despite all of that, I just kept counting my blessings and and I immediately recognized like, wow, it's a freaking like, thank you universe. You have my back. Everything is as well. All is all right. Like, honestly, it's a miracle. I have no idea how I made it, how I got on that flight. I have no idea how I got on that flight, but it happened. Shouldn't have happened, but it happened. And I know it's not a coincidence. I know that like I am supported and I know that the more that I continue to live in this place of like, peace and love and joy, but also acceptance. So this is a key part. So, so the lessons to, that I'm sharing with you, the thing I want you guys to get from this, from listening to this episode is one, always count your blessings. You can find blessings in even the most stressful situations. I can promise you that. Um, even if it's that you've learned a lesson, like, like with the first airport thing that happened, the lesson of saying, saying no, not saying yes when I want to say no, like that was kind of a, that wasn't a very fun situation, but there was a beautiful lesson that transformed me and opened me up to more miracles in my life moving forward. And so always counting your blessings, even if the blessing is the lesson, even if the, even if the the blessing is the lesson. So even if in the actual event, it's like, well, there's nothing good about that. Even if there's the lesson that came out of it, that's the blessing. There's always blessings. Always count your blessings. That's the, that's the first thing. Second thing is that the more that you live in that space, the more, the more that you live in gratitude, the more that you live in, in love for the things around you, but also have acceptance. So, you know, when I talk about, when I talk with, when I have these interviews with people who have had self-realization or when I talk about my journey towards self-realization or my experience with self-realization and, and my journey with the illusions falling away um, towards more, you know, living more in my true natural state of peace and joy. One of the things that I think a lot of people fail to mention is that life still happens. I mean, I hope people don't fail to mention it, but life still happens. We still have the human experiences. There's still going to be moments like it's still going to happen. But the thing is, is that accepting acceptance, not making it mean more than what it is and just accepting of the moment and doing the best you can do. Like, obviously, like 
acting on the things that you can act on in the moment, but like just acceptance opens you up to so many blessings, so many miracles and things actually in the end working out in your favor. You are the universe. So how could you not, even if you're human, can't understand, even from your human mind, it might seem like, oh my God, the whole, you know, the universe is torturing me and punishing me. and da, da, da. Can you open yourself up to that and the bigger picture? You are loved and supported. And that it's only your resistance to the natural flow of the bigger picture that is causing suffering and pain in your life like again things happen you know that that airport experience was not smooth there were a lot of blessings and there were a lot of miracles in there but I mean it would have been better if none of that happened and it was just easy right but but regardless I never once felt unsupported. I had absolute unwavering faith that even if I had missed the flight or something, like I would have been able to figure it out. One way or another, it would have worked out. Everything's going to work out. And honestly, I mean, this can be kind of morbid or kind of like out there. (laughs) But one of the biggest fear of humans in the conscious mind and the subconscious mind is the fear of death, right? So that's going to be many people's biggest fear. I've heard one person say that, that, humans either fear death or going crazy but regardless let's let's just say everyone's fear is death ultimately death and suffering well suffering doesn't have to happen there might be bad experiences there may be uncomfortable experience there may be stress that arises or frustration that arises or pain that arises or fear that arises but suffering is the continuation of it suffering is the replaying it over and over again and compounding it and making it mean things that it doesn't have to mean and and repeating it so and then death death isn't even real sure the human dies sure the human body can die sure the human can die and that my plane could have gone down and the human body can die But that which we truly are is timeless and infinite and can never die. So there really is no danger to us. There really is nothing to fear. Like the human's naturally going to have fear because we're wired to for survival, right? Because nothing would really, no no animals or species would really exist if we weren't wired for survival. (laughs) Like there's a reason that we're programmed and wired for survival. But death isn't real. It's just like... It's just a transition. So so ultimately, knowing this, and it's not just like an intellectual knowing, like I know this at the core of my being. So ultimately, like there's really nothing to worry about. There's nothing to worry about. And the more I live in that space where it's like it doesn't matter what arises, there's nothing to worry about, the less of things that actually appear in my reality that cause stress, worry, fear, suffering, whatever. So, I mean, take 2020, 2022 Karina and compare her to 2019 Karina and you'll see two, two completely different people. So 2022, I literally said that the only stressful things that have arose in my life this year 
Even when I thought I was going to have to have an invasive surgery, even when I thought that I was having a health issue that ended up that I ended up um, quantum leaping around. So basically, there was a I, from what my perspective, there was a health issue and I actually made it like go away. I mean, it's hard to say I made it go away. Not me. The ego made it go away, but I. But there was transmutation that happened around it that I did through my EFT process which I will be teaching in my next program, Inner Alchemy. So jump in on that if you want in. Anyway, through that, through some financial things, through COVID, through some business stuff, through all of it, the most stressful, the most, the things that cause the most stress or that brought up stress or frustration. The airport thing, there were some other factors pre-airport and post-airport. So that wasn't exactly because of the airport, but that's, I lumped that all together because it was all one big lesson. Um, anyway, the fact that those are like the three times that I felt anything that I felt those type of feelings and most of like 99% of the other time I've been in peace and joy and gratitude is huge (laughs) because in 2019 there was absolutely no peace maybe there's some gratitude there's some love but there's like no peace and just constant stress survival mode anxiety attacks panic attacks depression um drinking a lot loneliness um social anxiety, money concerns, like just everything. Pile, 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 pile. It's a whole new life, a whole new person. So, (sighs) yeah, life really is beautiful. And honestly, I know everybody says this, but I think that people need to start taking other people's word for this because I remember I used to hear people say this and then I'd be like, okay, sure, it's easy for you to say. But being who I was then and not who I am now, it is true. And the, say, the thing that people say that I'm about to say is, if I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> I know you've heard that a million times. But if I can do it, anyone can do it. You can do it. Like, I, I don't know how much to stress this. Like, if I can be in this place where my main state of being is peace and joy anyone can anyone can I promise you that this is from coming from somebody who's never even know like previous to this like didn't even really know what happiness was like I've yeah honestly when I first realized I was depressed I was probably like 14 was when I first realized that like what was wrong with me was probably at the time what I thought was wrong with me was seemingly wrong with me there was nothing actually wrong with me like on the big scale of our true nature but and for that Karina's story and that Karina's issue what was wrong with me was depression and it was just when I like was seeing started seeing a therapist a little bit and the, I was probably depressed as a child too looking back on it like it was just this kind of like oh so anyway I can go from that to where I am now, anyone can, anyone can, you can, anyone can. So while this story didn't result in a manifestation of $300 worth of clothing, the lesson is similar. 
always look at the positive side of things and count your blessings because within all of that, there were so many miracles. And through that time, I was so grateful for them. And I'm here. I'm in South Carolina, at my home in South Carolina. I'm safe. I'm happy. I'm getting things back on schedule for work. I get to sleep in because, um, because the time difference is three hours later. So my earlier appointments are now pushed back three hours, which means I work later too, but that's fine. I'm a night person. Um, yeah, just so many beautiful things. I'm so grateful and so happy. And I am so grateful and so happy for you guys, for my listeners, for the people who tune in. And I do hope that this is inspiring. I do hope that this is also maybe a little like comforting or a little like, I don't know, grounding is the word that wants to come through, but, but comforting because, because you get to be joyful you get to be in gratitude you get to experience life in a way that's that's like you can handle and is and is more on the positive spectrum of things than negative even when your human feels a little stressed even when your human feels frustrated even when your human feels a little angry at somebody and you get to learn the tools to transmute it if if that's where you're at in this journey or um, through, you know, understanding and realizing your true nature, you get to not even attach yourself to the stories at all and just go back to peace, bliss, love, and joy like that in an instant. It's freaking beautiful. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. And if you want to join us for Inner Alchemy, which we start in the beginning of August, let me know I'm on Facebook at Karina Levon, Instagram Karina Levon, or you can email me at Karina Levon, C-O-R-I-N-A-L-A-V-O-N-N-E, that's V as in Victor, O-N-N-E, at gmail.com. So Karina Levon at gmail.com, send me an email, message me on Facebook, whatever works best for you, and that's it. Okay, everyone, bye. Thank you for listening. This is a weekly podcast with new episodes released every Wednesday. Please rate five stars on your favorite podcast platform and share this podcast. If you would like to reach me about my coaching and mentoring programs, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Karina Levon. To be featured on this podcast or for other inquiries or feedback, please email me at beyondstardustpodcast.gmail.com. See you next week.